0: Chris Hewitt here and welcome to this very special edition of the Empire Podcast Denzel Washington the Oscar nominated star of Flight and its director the great Robert Zemeckis popped into London recently ahead of this Friday's release and Nick DeSimple and I jumped at the chance to sit down with him for almost an hour and ask him everything we could think of from the difficulties of making one of the best plane crash sequences in years to the shared love of the Beatles. They were frank, funny and very engaging on those topics and much much more so sit back, relax, stow away your tray table and prepare for 40 minutes of cracking movie chat from two Oscar-winning titans. Uh, we're delighted to be joined in the pod booth by the star of Flight, Mr. Denzel Washington, the Oscar nominated the star of Flight, of course, and the director of Flight, Mr. Robert Zemeckis. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. So um, I want to start right back at the beginning with Flight for you guys. When and how did the script come to you, Bob? I presume it came to you through uh, Steve Starkey and Jack Rapke, who had worked with John Gatins on Real Steel.
1: Yeah, it did come through. It it, it came it came uh, to me through those guys, um, but um, I, I don't know. I don't know exactly how it got to them. I don't know if it was John or th- his agent. I don't. I don't know what it, you know. And when, that's well, how it came. Yeah.
0: And sure. when you read it, did you know what you were going to be reading? Did you know you were looking for something?
1: Well, be- you know, my partners. They're you know they're very uh, they're very. Uh, You know, they're very tentative when they uh, endorse something, when they say, you know, but I always can hear it in their voice when I know that they think it's really good. They said, this is something you you really got to read. Okay. And uh, they were right. It
0: was really good. Uh, And then so this was brought to you by
2: your late agent, Ed Lamato. Yes, Ed Lamato. He sent me, uh, the last two scripts he sent me at the same time were Safe House and Flight. And uh, I read them both, and they were, you know, very different. Mm Mm-hmm and uh, uh we, we deci- i don't know if we decided to do safe house first moves probably already set up to do first but uh when i read flight as soon as i finished you know closed the, cl- closed the last page i called my agent i said i'm, I'm doing it mm-hmm yeah.
0: But was there a moment during that? Was there a, for example page sixty eight or
2: page sixty nine or no, nah, you gotta you gotta get you know, you gotta see what happens. You gotta <laughs> see what happens no. I mean I knew it was I knew it was great writing. Yeah. You know, and, and a very unique story, but but you never know. Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden it could have turned into a chase chase movie or something.
1: <laughs> well, you know what happens to me is I start I I, I, I yeah, I don't know what I, I don't know what word to use. I mean not literally praying, but I start, you know, hoping that, you know, uh if it's really good when you get to about page 60 and 70 you start hoping uh oh man keep this thing going don't let this thing fall off the rails let's hope that you know you know how to finish this script and you start you know getting nervous for the for it to be you know a solid piece
0: Mm. and the interesting thing as well is that you you uh, bob have done one of the great plane crash sequences already in castaway and there's a plane crash sequence, which is astonishing. About ten minutes into this movie, um, reading that script for the first time, did that almost put you off? While well, I've done this before, and if I just you know, or is there a different? Did you think I can come at this from a different way?
1: Yeah, you know, it's it, of course, and 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 the same and the same two partners who gave me the script are the same two partners who, you know, were were you know, you know really suggesting, you know, do you really want to do another plane crash? And of course, you know, you know, look, the only downside to it is is that I'm going to be on shows like this and everyone's going to say, "Hey, what about the <laughs> fact that you what about the fact that you did two plane crashes?" The people who are at the at the, at the theater watching the movie yeah. aren't thinking about the plane crash and castaway. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, when I you know, my answer to those guys was, you know, well, you know, it's it, it is going to be a thing. You know the, you know I'm going to be known as the plane crash guy, um, <laughs> but the 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 script is too good and he has to be a pilot. Yeah, the script is too good. That would be not, That would be the reason. That would be a silly reason not to make the movie.
0: Interesting enough, we uh we at Empire we asked four major airlines whether they would show Flight as oh, a flight did. movie. We did. Yeah. we asked BA, Air New Zealand, uh, American well, Airlines. I'm sure they said no. And Virgin Atlantic will show the film uncut. As the director intended, that was her actual words. As the director intended, so presumably now you're going to be both flying virgin for the
1: rest yeah, of your life. The an artist's airline,
2: but don't now the airlines now don't don't they give you a variety? You can pick a movie to watch. Or most not? of them do. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 most of them do. But
0: uh, Bob, you've you've been making uh, the last three films you made were obviously in the performance capture arena with black box cinema as you mm-hmm. call it, um, and uh, they were obviously Polar Express, Christmas Carol, and Beowulf. And it, it was interesting watching this film because. I thought this started with a real statement of intent, and I don't know whether this was deliberate from you, but it starts off with a scene. that has cocaine use, uh, other drug use, uh, alcohol abuse, and nudity. Was it almost a, a sense that this was a clean break for you, as a director?
1: No, but I can understand why you why you would you would think that mm. because you know the the digital movies were you know um, you know uh, two of them were you know family films, yeah. uh, but. Um, no, I mean, that's that was the way the screenplay started and, you know, that's what the intent of the writer was and that was, you know, my intent as the filmmaker had nothing to do with making a statement about my career but I was making a statement about what the tone of the movie was going to be mm-hmm. and what, you know, and all the, sort of all the important things that the audience has to, you know, understand and feel in the, uh, you know, I'm a believer that the... Very opening images of any film are extremely uh, crucial. Mm.
0: And Densal, that must have been a, a great grabber for you, reading the script for the first time. So you get this guy he wakes up in bed, uh, has a drink, has a has a you know takes a token a joint. <laughs> Len has a, a cocaine chaser, mm. and then you reveal he's a pilot. <laughs> that must yeah, have been right. that must was that a moment that just grabbed you? This is quite interesting.
2: I, I don't remember. You know, yeah. I I can't say wow. I'm sure I did, but you know. It probably made me say, Where are we going with this? You know, but uh, yeah, you know it's interesting
1: that you mentioned you mentioned that asked Denzel that question because it's it's unfortunate obviously we live in a in a, in a world where you know there's media everywhere. Mm. but uh, it was really exciting uh, and it was a one time only when we when I previewed the movie the very first time in Los Angeles where there was where the film was basically in a media vacuum at that point and the the audience went in and didn't know anything about the movie mm-hmm. when Denzel walks out of that room with his um pilot uniform on the audience like screamed,
3: <laughs> in, a, they,
1: in a good way, or <laughs> in a good but an astonishing way. Like this guy's the pilot, <laughs> you know. I mean, you know, they had no idea what was coming, and it was, and, and it, it, you know, they were like everyone just sort of lifted off their off their seats. But again, then, but then that reaction could only happen if you don't know. If you don't, if there's no advertising, so that'll you know, so that could never be. Uh, uh, you know, everyone's going to know yes. that when he wakes up and starts snorting the line, he mm-hmm. oh, he's the pilot because they've seen it, in, uh, they you know, they've seen it in the advertising, so they're you know, that's why they're coming to the movie.
0: And of course, the poster where you're resplendent right. in, the, in your uniform. Yeah, right, so. yeah. Have you guys been circling each other for years? In a way, have there ever been opportunities for you to work together in the past, or have you been actively looking to work with each other before this movie came along?
2: uh no i not that i know of
1: no
0: no uh, nothing, I mean, no, nothing I came never,
2: across my desk that that bob was you know connected to yeah we, there wasn't any
1: situation where we had you know uh, we're gonna uh, we well, never met I don't we, well i think we met you know like just casually uh, f- passing each other but uh, we we've never really uh, you know spent time together but, okay
0: yeah. but you came on the film after bob was a was a time no actually
2: uh, uh, this the script came to me first okay yeah. okay yeah. So well you... I don't know if it came to me first but...
1: <laughs> no when I when, when I read the, f- the script the first time yeah, I, I, I knew that everybody told me that Denzel was very interested in this right. okay but
0: have you watched each other's careers from afar and well, I've been watching Denzel's yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no I missed Castaway. <laughs> 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 what was it Forrest what uh, it's good, Forrest, Forrest, Forrest uh, Gump, uh, Gump I believe yeah you right. should check it out yeah. on, uh, it's
0: on DVD I believe yeah. uh, and, and if so do you have a favourite of each other's movies
2: ooh I'd have to, I'd have to say, you know, because I've never seen the, 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 is it motion capture? What do you call it? Performance capture. Performance capture. Right. I've actually never seen any one of those three films. Okay. But well, I saw parts of Polar Express, but, mm-hmm. uh, but Forrest Gump for me. Well, but then I didn't realize you know until we started work. you know until I checked your resume I was like oh he made that too <laughs> you know I didn't know I didn't know you I didn't know the whole like uh, back to the future segment section right. you know Roger Rabbit of course but yeah. for- Forrest Gump for me okay and uh, Bob oh well <clears throat> for me yeah uh, y- y- uh, uh,
1: hands down, Training
2: Day. Training Day. Oh wow!
1: Yeah. And I, well, because yeah, that was I remember. I remember when I saw that movie, and it, I mean, that was like a great movie, and it was a great. I mean, that was like a awesome performance. I mean, it was really good. I mean, it was like I remember the year that that movie came out, and it was like you know, my, it was I was awestruck by that. It was such a great movie. Absolutely. Uh,
0: that was the last film you were you were Oscar nominated for before Flight. Training Day. Uh, yeah, Training Day. Yeah. And of course, you won. Um, this time around. Did you wake up for the nominations or did you just let it what happened will happen mm, yeah no, I, I didn't wake up
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was I slept right through it in fact <laughs> yeah i did i did I didn't wake up uh, so did
0: you wake up to a uh, hundred texts or emails
2: uh, uh mm, no <laughs> no I don't, I don't I don't text either <laughs> okay yeah I'm, um so but yeah I had I, you know some emails and agents calling and stuff yeah Okay. Is there still excitement there after six nominations, or is that something well, that fades away? To be honest, it's, di- it's different. You know, it's not. It's not like the first go go-around. You know, it's not like your first date. But uh, <laughs> you know, I just. Uh, it. I sort of just keep in even keel. I, I. You don't get too high. I don't get too low. Be, I've been there before, and uh, you know, I'll, I'll probably get the jitters when they get to the actual announcements.
0: When you read the script the first time as an actor who's been nominated for Oscars before and won Oscars, do you assess no. scripts like this differently no. in a way? You don't? No. You,
2: you, uh, do you think, oh, this could be an Oscar? This could be it. This, nah, this could you be can't. You, 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 uh, I fight that, you know, because you'll ruin it. You can't, you can't go into it thinking that far you know you got to get you got to get the job done first mm. you know just get the job done and 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 you know you, you i always want to do the best i can doesn't matter what the, it's not like oh this is an oscar film but safe house isn't so i'll give the b performance or whatever yeah. I'm i'm always trying to do my best
0: because uh, looking at Training Day again, I, that's a, an example of a, of a role that you might not necessarily associate with a, an Oscar movie.
2: Yeah, necessarily. So I guess it well, on. you know, Training Day, you know, Training Day was easy. It's just people hadn't seen me like that. Yeah, I'm closer to that than I am to to Cry Freedom or Malcolm X. I mean, I grew up in the streets, so mm-hmm. that wasn't a stretch for me at all. Mm-hmm. At all. I mean, that that was just. I was just, you know, and the director had such an interesting take on it. Uh, Antoine Fuqua was the one who turned it into a whole kind of a gangster thing. Mm -hmm. It was actually written more like a, almost a lethal weapon. Originally written, it was like beer cans in the back and he wore plaid shirt. And it was really like that. And to Antoine's credit, he said, no, we want to turn this, you know, he's a gangster just like these guys at Crips and Bloods are gangsters. He brought the whole Crips and Bloods. Aspect to it, it was really Foucault that turned it into a, a L.A. gangster mm. movie. Okay,
0: and uh, let's actually talk a little bit about, about the the plane crash sequence because it is, I think, fantastic. And um, I just want to Denzel, you were actually strapped into a simulator at one point, mm-hmm. isn't it? isn't that correct? What yeah. Was that, what was the experience like for you?
2: Uh, this, this, well, the simulator we didn't turn upside down, but on on, on the day when we were working on, on the stage, we had. As, what, Emotion the the, the rotiss- Oh, the rotisserie. The rotisserie. Yes. Which, so we, right. we actually <laughs> right. turn the turn the plane upside down. But right. the, the simulator was great fun. I mean, I I loved getting in there and and I mean talking about boys with their toys. This is the <laughs> ultimate, you know, video game. And uh, I mean, like I, I didn't realize that when you when the plane heads down the runway the plane's going down the runway and i'm trying to just, And and the pilot says that's actually you're not affecting the the plane with that it's it's actually pedals oh really okay. yeah you you, you stay you, you stay true to the line with your foot pedals uh-huh. so of course the first go around i'm like out in the field and i crashed into <laughs> the buildings and <laughs> i was i was all over the place then you start figuring it out but those simulators really it almost I mean, it, it's almost like you feel the G forces. Yeah. You, 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 I've never gone that fast before. Oh really? You know? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you're what about 180 miles an hour or so going yeah. on takeoff, and uh, and it really, really gives you the feeling. And then getting up there and trying to keep the balance on the horizon and relying on your instruments. And I mean, obviously, I didn't learn everything there is to learn.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But but you do get a sense of trying to keep the plane balanced and, and it's almost like you can feel the weight of it
3: mm.
2: do you think you might want to go out and get a pilot's license Harrison Ford style yeah you, you know I, I, I I'm the kind of person that, as far as films I forget about a movie as soon as I'm done with this with the press I'm I'm done with flight you know I did it belong to the people I'm not interested in it, it didn't inspire me to answer your question didn't inspire me to want to, to fall to, to be a pilot. But I probably wouldn't want to do that because I did the film. You know, I don't want to think about that anymore. You know, to me, the the most fun, the exciting part is making the movie, the process of making a movie. Once it's done and belongs to the people, I'm done with it.
3: Because you've never really been one for sequels, going back and the characters. No,
2: but they're writing a safe house too now, but uh, we'll see.
0: (laughs) It might be might be slightly tricky for uh, Tobin Frost to come back in that one I'm, Yeah, I'm that's
2: what I just what I said.
0: <laughs> I said I think he's dead. He
2: says no, no, no.
0: <laughs> Clones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Do either of you rewatch your your own movies then? You say you're done with the movie once it's once it's finished. So do you ever go back and rewatch Training Day or Glory and nah. Bob Back to the Future for example?
2: No, I mean I watched I watched this I watched this film more probably than any other the, through through the through the editing process probably 6 or 7 times but uh no, I I have never... Well, no, that's not true. When I started directing, I, I watched I watched Training Day and I watched John Q a, a bunch of times because I had to get used to watching myself because I knew I had to, you know, make choices on, 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 on different takes and I had to get used to looking at myself. So I, that was the only time. But I haven't watched Glory or any other movie since. Hmm.
0: Because a lot of actors can't do that; they can't watch themselves. Is, it, is there a reason why you? you, you well, don't like to do I said, that?
2: when I, when I started directing, I had to get over that. Yeah, you know, I I don't see where there's an advantage to it. I remember years ago, I worked with Kevin Klein on uh, uh, Cry Freedom, and he'd go to dailies every night, and he'd come in the next day agonizing. You know, I got you know, and then he started tweaking mm-hmm. his performance based on what you know. So you can't start chasing yourself like that. You know, you gotta, you gotta trust the director. You know, and 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 know, hey, you know, like I would ask Bob, I'm like, we good, Bob?" And he's like, "I'm good." <laughs> That's what he would say. "I'm good." And I'm like, right. "Okay, right. then you're good. I'm good." So you do prefer actors on your sets not to watch
0: themselves?
1: Oh, absolutely not no no no. I, i've only had i've only had one um uh, a, a, well actress who it was in her deal that uh, she, it was a deal. probably meryl meryl yeah and
2: um <laughs> no and, i know that because she like
1: uh, no because she I, and i um and and i said to her i said you know meryl i really don't uh you know i mean i really don't um you know like it my cast sees dailies and she goes well what's your problem i said i said well you know i, I you you know dailies are a, 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 they're not a natural form of watching cinema. They're you know they, mm. you, you don't, you're seeing everything out of context. You're seeing the same thing over and over, and you know I'm very concerned that you'll start changing things for the wrong reasons. And you know you might you know you might see something that you don't like, and you'll start. But it's but it's working for the character. Mm. And she looked at me with a deadpan delivery. And she said, Bob.
2: I love everything I do. <laughs> <laughs> well, that works for you. I used to che- I used to check maybe the first day just for makeup and stuff or something right. like that. But now I just tell tell the makeup artist, you know, you, you let me know, make sure everything looks good, you know, things like that. Well, that's interesting.
3: And what was your first reaction to watching flies when you had the first graniela? Ooh, it, was,
2: it 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 uh, it was it was an emotional experience. I, I don't even know why, but it was. It was. I had, I had, a, I had a tough time, I and mean, Bob had to chase me down to, to do the, uh, the the looping. <laughs> right, right. I was like, I don't want to go back. I don't want to go back. I'm not going. I'm not going in there. It, 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 um, it just touched me, and, and uh, you know, uh, just uh, just on many levels. It, it, it took me a while to get used to it.
3: Was it fun being reunited with John Goodman, who you worked with on Fallen?
2: That was great, you know. John was great, Seen, scene stealing. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Son of a
2: gun! He came in that going hospital room with all his bits and all. That. I said, "Oh, here we go. I'm in trouble. I'm in trouble." No, I, I love John, and and, uh, and obviously he's he's a great actor and, and and very funny. I remember in this scene in the in the hotel m- motel room or whatever. When he calls the guy Celo, you know, and he just he just threw that out there. He said, "Hey Celo, go back." I, I had <laughs> to bite. hear you can hear Denzel laughing on the track. I yeah. had to bite my lip. Yeah, right. I said, "He did not just call the guy Celo." <laughs> uh,
0: and Bob, how was your? Um... Your method of working with actors changed over the years. I imagine you're you're almost decade now in this black box theater, mm-hmm. where you work with actors very very much one on one. Yeah. Did that really inform how? You- well,
1: I think it gave me a great. You know, I mean, you know, it it gave me a. a, a a lot of you know what you know. What, what would it be conditioning to um, to you know step on the set and work with the cast that I had in flight? I mean, it was, I, I, when you look at the when you look at the the roster of actors that I work with on these um, on these um, performance capture movies, it's, mm. it's an amazing group of uh, actors. Um, you know, um, I, the only thing the only thing I've noticed that I've done differently is I I I would. Um, you know i would beat my actors up a little bit more in my younger days making them you know making them do technical things more than i than i do now because i over the years i realized it's not it's it's not it really doesn't matter you know I mean, if they, you know, if they shadow their nose a little bit, you know, okay, you know, like, you know, you ask them, oh, can you please do that again and lean a little bit more on your on your left foot, <laughs> you know, just so <laughs> just so I don't have that nose shadow that's kind of creeping into your cheek. That's the kind of stuff I would, you know, I would be obsessed with, you know, is that so because, I let that
0: go now. Is that because yeah. you can fix it in post or is that because? No, you because I
1: realize that I'm the only one who, 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 who sees it. Mm. You know, I'm the only one. You know, I mean, there. You know, no. You know, it, you know, if it, you know that those are the kind of things that you know you you strive for those that that perfection. Mm-hmm. But it's all just your own ego. Okay. You
0: know? Bob, you've been you've been pushing the envelope technologically speaking for mm-hmm. well over a decade now. Do you do that in your own life as well? So when when the, next, no. when, the when the next Apple gizmo comes out, do you grab it? And no,
1: I, 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 you know, I, I mean, I dread. I'm gonna have to get a new phone, and I dread it. I, you know, because my problem is I don't have the patience to sit and read those manuals and learn how to do this stuff. I mean, it's like so much of a pain. <laughs> I mean, I hate when you have to get new stuff. I, I used to like it when I was younger, but now it's like, oh, I just please, I keep hoping my phone doesn't die. I just don't want to, to have to deal. You to have a flip phone. With... I have a flip phone. You got and a flip a, phone. <laughs> I have a flip phone, and I, and I know that. And it's a world phone, and I know that they don't make them anymore. So once it dies, I'm going to have to get a smartphone, and I'm just <laughs> dreading it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so no that that's a long winded <laughs> way of answering the
0: question. And Denzel, are you are are you a, an iPhone enthusiast? Do you go grab I, the I have most? an
2: iPhone. I have no apps. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have none. My, my kids laugh at me.
3: We can recommend a few. <laughs> yeah, I, I, don't, I
2: don't I don't know how to use that stuff. I'm like it's a phone. I make yeah. phone calls on it. And you don't even text. I don't text, now. So are you a bit of a technophobe, generally, or is that just uh, you want to no, keep it old I just, school? I, you know, I, it, it, I guess a part of it is, you know, with fame, I'm I'm trying to stay private. I'm not looking for more information. I don't want people to know where I am. I don't want to, you know, people say, well, I, I can get you anywhere, and you, I'm like, that's, why I don't text, because I don't, you know, you can you can send me a text and I'll call you back. I don't even, my phone is basically an answering machine. I never have it on. Okay. I never have it on. I, I check my messages four or five times a day. And I do get, I receive emails, but I don't, I won't email you back. I'll call you back. So, and it's a basically my lawyer, agent, you know, that kind of stuff. So they know they can send me information, mm-hmm. but I kind of got them trained <laughs> they know they're not going to get anything back right away. They know, oh, well, he never has his phone on anyway, and we'll hear back from him when he, when he's ready. And that's enough for me. So I think you've just answered my next question, which was, would you ever consider going on Twitter? Nah. <laughs> nah, nah. I, for what? I, I don't know. I, I, I like reading books. <laughs> you know, I'm going need to know that you're on the toilet. <laughs> yeah. Well, oh, you've yeah. seen my Twitter feed.
1: <laughs> and Bobbio, you, you never considered doing the, the Twitter thing? No Twitter, no, uh, no Facebook. Although my son tells me that I actually have 12 or 15 Facebook pages. <laughs> really? Or, or whatever they're called, you know? Yeah. Um, obviously, <laughs> they're, yeah, they're either you know generated by fans or something. I don't even know. I don't okay.
0: Know. Yeah. So, fifteen rogue Roberts and fifteen out rogues
1: there. out there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's claiming that they're me.
2: You know, and, <laughs> okay. and it's in an in an odd way. It's a good feeling. It's like feeling more like an individual. You know, everybody else is doing it, which is the reason I don't want to do it. You know, I want to be me. I don't want to do what everybody else is doing. You mm. know, I want to do what I'm doing. I mean, and obviously for some people it's a tool and they need to, to do that. You know, and they need to text and email and, and all of that because they. You know, I don't need to. So when you're in your trailer, you're reading a good book? Or watching
3: TV. Or watching watch TV.
2: ESPN or something. What do
3: you watch? Do you watch any shows?
2: I'm, if it's, if, it's there, if there's a ball involved, I'm watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but, I, you know, I love my Discovery and my Animal Planets and all that kind of stuff, you know, and a, a little dabble in a CNN. And... The uh, the last time I spoke to you in, uh, in L.A., uh,
0: we talked briefly about the Beatles because I believe you're, you're a big fan. You were yeah. saying your, your favorite album is the White Album. And Bob you were clearly a big Beatles fan. Mm. So did the two of you ever bond over that?
1: We never spoke about it. I never knew you were a Beatles fan until this moment. Yeah. Oh, really? I didn't know that.
0: Okay, well, yeah. There you go. Well, straight from you know, the horse's mouth via uh, right me, I guess. But um,
1: yeah. uh, do you have a favorite Maybe that's album, what then? you were listening to on the set. <laughs> The Beatles. Uh, the I don't Beatles no, I don't no, God. no God. number nine. <laughs> right. Number nine.
0: See, <laughs> so you know you're a big fan if you can code Revolution Nine. I think right, that's right. that's. It. <laughs> that's the, and what about yourself, up And what's your
1: favorite uh, Beatles album? Oh, let me see. Abbey Road. Yeah, probably Abbey Road. How'd you know? Yeah, probably, that, no, that's it's,
2: my. That's it's right there yeah. with the. Uh, you know. Yeah. Abbey, Abbey Road. Road is.
1: all But you know, Rubber Soul's pretty great too. Yeah. You know, Rubber Soul's pretty great.
2: Mm. So sure.
1: that was like the you know, that's like that that was like the pinnacle, you know, Beatle I mean, you know, Beatles album.
2: When I directed my second film, we uh we did, did the score at Abbey Road oh, yeah. Studios and uh, you know, they still have the rooms with the old equipment and it's a trip just walking in there and it's like, Wow. These old little boards mm-hmm. that the Beatles did there, you know. It's like, did you uh, do the the The, the, cross? the walkway, yeah. yeah. I went out there. There's, there's a ton of people out there all the time. All the Constantly. time.
1: Constantly. Mm-hmm. There's, yeah. a,
0: there's a webcam. Yeah, yeah, that's constantly on. the shows people, and you just see cars stopping and driving. I saw in. a
1: guy on YouTube who was gonna, <laughs> who was, gonna who was gonna who was gonna walk across on his on his hands, and he broke his wrists.
2: Oh, wow! <laughs> oh
1: my god! Oh, I know,
0: Bob. Have you ever uh, been to Abbey Road? Have you ever done the the Yeah, actually,
1: I did. When I was we we did some recording in there when I was doing Roger Rabbit. I did that here in London. I made that in London, and we went to Abbey Road to do something. I can't remember what it was. Uh, some pre-recording we had to do, and it was really cool. Mm. And uh, Yellow Submarine is that ever
0: gonna happen? For no. you? do you think that's 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 gone? Now?
1: No, you know, because here's the thing, you know, I, there's no reason. I, I mean, I, 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 you know, I, it. I really think it would have been um, really uh, in, interesting and fun to re-envision it in, in three. You know, in 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 the, in the digital 3D cinema. Mm. Um, but you know, I I'm. It's probably a good idea for me, with however many films I have left in me, to not use one of them up to make
3: it to do a remake. A similar question, about Roger Rabbit too. Mm-hmm. I interviewed Don Hahn a couple of years ago, and mm-hmm. he said there'll be very good news for fans very soon. Yeah, two yeah. years have passed, and there's been no yeah, good news. yeah, <laughs>
1: know. well, you know, there's been a lot of changes at uh, at at the Disney Studio, and I I don't think it's uh, I don't think it's in the cards. I don't think it's going to happen. I mean, there, there, when Don was talking, that you know, there have been three regimes since then.
3: Hmm. So I don't think it's I don't think it's going to happen. If that's probably. the case, can you say anything about the scripts that was being worked on? No, because you never know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, but did it did it involve Bob? Bob, uh, the, the Eddie Valiant character. Oh, like oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because obviously he's he's no longer. Oh yeah, in the yeah,
1: business. no, 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 you no, a no, no. It was it, it, oh, it's very clever script. I mean, he, you know, it's 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 it, it's really good. Um, it, 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 uh, when the time is right, when the time is right, it'll be it'll be. Um, that and the and the test i did for in the in the 3d test i did for yellow submarine will be revealed someday and oh, uh, those awesome. will be those will be pretty great
0: because you had see. your fab four you had oh you, yeah you well we him. oh
1: yeah we we did a we did a we did a cool oh yeah we did a cool thing yeah we got some yeah it's very cool
0: peter serafinovich i don't know if you know the the actor peter serafinovich yeah, very does, very an amazing paul mccartney amazing yeah, yeah. Ah, this is such a shame. Um, but the last time we spoke as well, you said that you look at your career quite fatalistically now. You're thinking to yourself, how many movies do I have left in me? And mm-hmm. I was just wondering, Denzel, do you feel the same way? Because you're, you're both relatively the same age. It's about three years between the two of you. So do you begin to look at your career in terms of t- 10 years left, 12 years left?
2: In 2010, I did a play on Broadway, uh, Fences, and uh, and we won all the Tony Awards, and and, and it sort of reawakened me uh, about the work and and my commitment to the work and 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 in, and in, in, in every movie including like safe house and and obviously flight uh, I just said you know I gotta I gotta dig deeper it just woke me up it's like I was like I was rebooted or something so and, and Uh, yeah you you, well clint eastwood's my hero so i'm like (laughs) he's 80 (laughs) so i figure i got at least 22 years you know before i get there you know so i you know but you you never know but i don't feel like a sense of urgency like oh i gotta you know i gotta do more i gotta get them all in you know obviously filmmaking is a is a bigger chunk of your life, you know, anywhere from a year to three or four years or whatever. So mm-hmm. you 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 do only have so many films. Do you so see yourself
0: moving into directing more as you? As you I, get older.
2: Absolutely. I mean, I want to. It, it, it's funny. The the more I say I want to direct, and I have a couple of things I, I want to do, the more flights <laughs> show up, you know. And and uh, and, and then uh, you know, it's like three prong. I mean, I love the theater. That's actually my first love. Mm-hmm. And directing probably is my second, and acting in movies is my third. So I want to do all three. Mm-hmm. So like next year, I'm gonna go back back to Broadway, and uh, which pushes directing back another year. Was, well, actually, I, I I don't want to say it, but yeah, I guess I can say it. The reason I did Fences on Broadway sure. was Scott Rudin, uh, who produced it, sent me the script, the only screenplay that August Wilson wrote of his plays, his fences, oh, wow. and he sent it to me to direct. Uh-huh. So when I read it, I was like, man, I better, I better to act and direct, I said, I, I, I thought I was too young to play the part, because I remember James Earl Jones playing, and yeah, I, yeah. I was actually too old to play the part, so I was, <laughs> well, I was getting too old, so I said, well, I, I, I want to do it on, on, on stage, so I did it on stage, and uh, in fact, I brought the script with me now, and I, I really do want to uh, direct that. So that would be, what, 2014, 2015 for you by the time you get... You, you know, time is... It. I better hurry. <laughs>
0: You'll be fine. But also Nicholas Winding Refn is attached to the Equalizer. You no, still, he's not. He's not attached to that? No.
2: Okay, so it's just a supposition. Yeah, we met with him, but he's not okay. attached.
0: Uh, what's, the, what's the latest on that? Can you
2: say anything... I, you know what? I, I stuck my toe in the in the in the comedy waters. I think, mm-hmm. uh, coming off a of flight, I said, "Man, I got to lighten up here." <laughs> so, <laughs> so 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 I got a script called Two Guns that I did with Mark Wahlberg, mm-hmm. and it's sort of a buddy action comedy. Okay. You know, so I don't know if it's funny, but it was very, it was very therapeutic. I mean, I just, you know, we did everything short of spit takes and pratfalls, you know, we, just, we just, I, I haven't done comedy really. And, and, uh, I don't know how to, so I just was, you know, okay. the director was like, yeah, just keep trying to keep going. I said, what do you think? He said, yeah, just keep, keep going, keep going.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so I kept going. So we'll see. Okay. And, and Bob, what's next for you? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but, but you know we've we, you know I, I've never I've 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 very rarely have ever um, stacked movies up one behind the other. I always take a, a break, you know, uh, until the movie is completely released and all over the world, and then I look around and see what's out there.
3: Recently, you were asked about the current trend for three D conversions mm-hmm. of old films, and you mm-hmm. called it bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> I'm curious why. It total, why total?
1: Well, <laughs> because. Um, because, um, you know, 3D doesn't work like, I mean, that's why everyone's, everyone's uh, angry at 3D movies, because they have to be designed. You have to design a 3D movie just like you design a widescreen movie. You, you, you know, you can't just make a movie and then say, oh, yeah, let's turn it into 3D, because then it's not, it doesn't, it doesn't work. Um, Flight.
2: 3D. Well, that would be
1: yeah. People, people, people ask. You know, some people say, "Have you ever thought of making Flight in 3D?" And I said, "Absolutely not. I mean, it w- there, there would be no reason to do Flight in 3D because it's not a movie that should be done in 3D. Mm. So you have to design it, and that, and that's why, you know, conversions just are. You know, people are going to stop liking
3: 3D. I'm assuming you've had people from the studios come and ask about Back to the Future, say or. Rocha Rabbit.
1: Yeah, I remember when Nike, when Nike, uh, no, th- I remember this, when Nike um, did those, you know, the, 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 the lace, the shoes that power lace, you oh, know, yes. the ones they yeah. did, they did a charity thing and they, Michael Fox's charity and they did this and there were all these, like, uh, there's going to be they they plan it out. There's going to be a big Back to the Future announcement, a big Back to the Future announcement, and then there was this giant collective sigh of relief because all the Back to the Future f- fans thought we were going to announce a, a you know a 3D conversion of Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> there's a, thank god it's it's only the power lacing shoes and not a 3d conversion <laughs> you know but yeah no i mean it wouldn't it, no that would it would just wouldn't be right it wouldn't work
0: we are two years away from 2015 mm. uh so far there are no sign of flying cars mm. uh there's no sign of hoverboards mm. and more depressingly, there's no sign of jaws 19 directed by max spielberg <laughs> yeah you know So,
1: <laughs> but you know um you really gotta you you know you gotta you gotta be fair about that um because you know obviously you know we have you know we have there's fan websites and all this stuff we we did pretty good we're, you we did okay we, we did we we we, we predicted about 50 percent we're about 50 percent right i mean we got we got junk faxes we got um you know flat panel tvs there's a lot, a lot of stuff we a lot of stuff we got right yeah but that you yeah, but you can never that's what that's the problem with doing movies about the future <laughs> absolutely <You> always <laughs> underestimate it usually
0: a no gray sports almanac either which is a no i thought someone might have published one of those by now but yeah. it's, it's a shame and just talking about breaking into the industry um in, in terms of getting in who gave you both your first big break who do you credit with getting your toe through the, through the door uh
2: well i started in the theater so uh I, I never envisioned you know it wasn't a dream to be a movie star i was we, we were like theater snobs from new york and (laughs) i I thought i'd make 650 dollars a week one day on on broadway and play all the the classic uh you know shakespearean roles and uh so my my breaks if you will were in theater Mm -hmm. uh i I did a play about malcolm x off off broadway in a 175 seat theater and we had a thousand people a night trying to get in so that was sort of my introduction in new york and and as a result of that uh, i the next play i did was a soldier's play which won the pulitzer prize and we won a bunch of awards which became a soldier's story so those were the really first breaks for me and then as a result of doing a soldier's play mm-hmm. i was cast in St. elsewhere okay yeah with two actors out of new york myself and an actor named david morse mm-hmm. were, oh, yeah. were cast out of new york and that so that kind of kick-started it as far as Film, uh, 1980. I did my first film with uh, George Segal, uh, called Carbon Copy. Mm. So, at what point did the uh, theater snob decide to embrace film, and in terms of you know uh, embracing it as this thing you can do for a living? And well, you just you, 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 I didn't feel like I had to do one or the other, mm-hmm. you know, and I never wanted to do television, and uh, nor did my agent at the time, the late uh, Ruth Aronson, want me to do television. But she said. Well, St. Elsewhere will be good because there's 15, 16 characters and, you know, they would give me two lines and they didn't know that I was, I was happy, right. you know, cause I didn't really want to be known as a TV star. Sure. But in the course of the six years that I did St. Elsewhere, I got the opportunity to work with Sidney Lamette, Norman Jewison and Richard Attenborough in uh, and, uh, Soldier Story, Power with Richard Gere and then Cry Freedom. So... It 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 wasn't there was never an overnight. It was just you know, over time. Yes, yeah, absolutely. And Bob, it was the same thing for
0: you. Just plugging away, knocking on doors.
1: Yeah, you know. Well, yeah, but I mean, I I always wanted to be a, a movie director. Yeah. But, uh, well, yeah. I mean, you know, I, you know, the the two guys who um, uh, were the guys who uh, gave me my break were uh, Spielberg, which is you know, yeah. well documented story yeah. and. Um, and John Millius, because it was John Millias who. Um, um, do you guys know who John Millius is? I do. Oh, okay. Yeah, because yeah, so. I, I hope so. Because he's, you know, <laughs> because he's like he, he's like a, a great screenwriter, um, and and he um, he commissioned um, um, Bob Gale and I to uh, develop 1941, and it was that script that got to Stephen, and and. And while we were doing rewrites with Stephen, Bob and I um, wrote, I want to hold your hand. Mm. And so, while we were working as writers for Stephen, we then handed him, I want to hold your hand just to critique. And that's when he said, you know, you should direct this. And I said, yeah, I, I agree. <laughs> and uh, I, said, I, I said, you're right, I should. And he said, um, I said, so, I said, so how, how can we pull that off, Stephen? And he said, well, let me make some calls. <laughs> and, um, you know, so that was, uh, it, it sounds much more uh, simple than mm. it really was because, you know, but that's, that, those are the two guys who gave us our break.
0: John Millis is uh, often painted as quite a fiery character, is that? Yeah,
1: he was one of those, he was, he was one of those bigger than life, you know, in the in the tradition of the, you know, the John Fords and the John Houstons. He was exactly, he was exactly like that, you know, just bellicose and, you <laughs> Big, you know, big man, and you know, just uh, just did what he wanted to do. You know, (laughs) (laughs) he just wrote what he
2: wanted to write. Now I'm going to be the dumb guy. What did he write? Uh, well,
3: Conan the Barbarian. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah? Dirty Harry. Oh, (laughs) really? Yeah.
2: So, yeah, uh,
1: uh, and uh, you know, the the Wind and the Lion, and Jeremiah Johnson. Okay. Yeah. So he was he he was uh, he you know yeah he's a real 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 uh, classic. Classic.
0: And uh, we, we've got to let you guys go now, but uh, I just want to ask one last thing. As Beatles fans, have you ever met any real-life Beatles? I haven't.
2: I wish we had Paul McCartney waiting in the wings now is so he <laughs> I could suddenly go, and here he is. No. Well, let him know. I, yeah, cause <laughs> no, I, I mean, I, I still, I think I still have my Meet the Beatles album. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I used to look at the face on right, vinyl. Yeah, yeah. On vinyl, of course, on vinyl, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <right away. laughs>
3: so you still have vinyl? You have a turntable set up? I still
2: have my turntable, my Thorins, and and I got my uh, my uh, uh, what kind of equipment? I do. I have um, um, oh shoot, Macintosh equipment, and kind, mm-hmm. you know, with the tubes and stuff. Mm-hmm. And and I played, I played every now and then. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Bob, if you've met a a, a Beatle,
1: yeah, I've met them all except John. Met George. Met met them all. Yeah. except for John
0: and do you uh, whenever I meet musical heroes hmm. I tend to lose it completely for some reason I don't know why I can meet uh, film heroes sports heroes and be absolutely fine but musical heroes I lose it so do you yeah. hold it together or
1: um yeah but it is pretty heady I mean it, 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 you 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 know yeah it is it, it it it's it's pretty heady heady meeting those guys and I but I'll I I'll, but I'll, I'll tell you the one funny story when I'm the first time I I actually had dinner with uh, Francis Coppola mm-hmm. and uh, I kept trying to explain to him what a great film, the Godfather was, <laughs> you know, he, <laughs> I, I didn't think he understood what a ma- you know, what a masterpiece that was. And he was kind of being just, he's going, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay. <laughs> okay yeah. And, and I just, I just, you know, that, so um, but uh, yeah, meeting the, meeting the Beatles is a thrill. They're all, they're, you know, it's great. Yeah. What can you do? Denzel,
2: have you ever got really starstruck around Anyone? Sports, sports figures for me? Sports figures, you know, when I met Michael Jordan. I mean, you know, it was a famous shot he made. Uh, I don't know if you know, I, I was at that game mm-hmm. and in Chicago, and then I actually went out to dinner with him afterwards. And, uh, and my, my son says, Dad, you just you, put, you get the stupidest smile on your face. I'm always like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and when first time I met uh, Nelson Mandela, who was like unbelievable. Oh, yeah. Unbelievable! My, and my kids had no idea. They said, well, it's the old man with the big house. <laughs> <laughs> that's who they thought he was because we went to the president, the president's you know, residence. And I said, you know who that is? He said, well, that's that old man with the big house. <laughs>
0: Fantastic. Well, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, thanks so much for coming in. Uh, Robert Semeckis and Denzel Washington. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.